This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Can I play with him? Can I win with him? Can I go with him? Can't do it. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. You are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. Welcome to the Clock Dodgers podcast. I am your host, Neil. We are in week nine of the NFL season. Can you believe how far along we are already? The, the, the main storyline here for this week right now, for me, for me, is the NFL giveth and the NFL taketh away. What I mean by that is, you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, which I'm assuming you have, if you're new, welcome. Welcome to the Clock Dodgers family. I appreciate you for joining us. But if you've been listening for a long time, you know how I feel about Josh Gordon. You know that I am a strong supporter of Josh Gordon, and he has been given the opportunity to play in the NFL again. I'm obviously I'm a fan of second chances. In Josh Gordon's case, maybe it's third or fourth chances. I don't know. That's all semantics, right? Um, what really matters here is Josh Gordon is getting a chance to prove himself again in the NFL. He's he's proven at one point or another that he is a high level talent. Okay, Um, he is taking some time away from the game, though, and people aren't sure how that's going to affect him. Right. Um, So, number one, Josh Gordon, the person, if you're not rooting for Josh Gordon, the person, I don't know. I don't know what that says about you. You're obviously miserable. That's fine. You're a miserable person. Misery loves company. You're looking for some company. Well, this you're in the wrong place for that. Josh Gordon, the person. We are happy that he's made it back to this point in his life where he can prove to the NFL, he can prove to the world that he deserves another chance. Now, from a football perspective, or from a fantasy football perspective, I should say, he obviously doesn't get a chance to start right away. Obviously, he has to go through the motions with the Cleveland Browns and all these kind of things and whatever the NFL has set up for when he can start, which I believe, if I've seen correctly around the uh, the internet uh, and what I've seen reported, is that I think week 13... Is when he can play. So this obviously is more of a bigger deal for those who uh, believe in his talent and think he can do something right away and maybe can help you in your fantasy playoffs. And even more of a concern, obviously, for those in dynasty leagues where, you know, if you believe in Josh Gordon, he has significant value in dynasty. Um, if you believe that he can, he can rebound to his strongest point. Um, if you don't believe he can do that, you are now, uh, and, and you say, let's say you have Josh Gordon, you're now in a position where you can either trade Josh Gordon, move Josh Gordon um, for someone who is excited about his return, or you can stick with him if you do believe he's going to return and, and you know, bring you the value that you want. Um, 
I do personally, of course, believe that he's going to rebound. Um, I feel like only the, the only people who say he won't rebound, that he'll never make it back to uh, being a legit starter in the NFL, a legit um, player that you'll want in fantasy leagues. I feel like the only people who say that are the ones who said he would never be back are the ones who said, let's stop talking about Josh Gordon. This story is finished. That chapter is closed. Those people don't want to see Josh Gordon. You know, they didn't believe that he could come back. So now they're going to also be the ones who don't believe that he could play well. Um, some will. Some were stubborn and just didn't want to. Now, see, understand this. I understand this, that Josh Gordon, you know, in life and in fantasy football, probably has let a lot of people down, Right. And there's been a lot of people who believed in him along the way. Some of those people gave up or some of those people didn't want to keep thinking about it or fighting for something that they were unsure of. So I understand that those people didn't believe he would ever come back or didn't want to talk about it till it was a fact. Um, And I have talked to people, to be fair, who didn't believe he would ever return. Um, But I also believe, but they they were rooting for him to return, but they didn't think he would. And if he does, I think most of those people are probably the ones who think that he won't have much ability because he's been gone from the game for so long. You know, how much of his skills could he have retained? Um, He's gone through a lot of, you know, different things. Uh, I highly recommend you watch the uh, special by, I think, uh, by Uninterrupted. If you watch the special by Uninterrupted, you'll become a fan of Josh the person for sure. And you'll wish for Josh, the football player to succeed. So I definitely highly recommend you check that out. He gave some really good insight into his, his way of thinking, uh, his journey, what he, what he's gone through, what, you know, put him in the place that he was at. Um, so go check it out uninterrupted. Definitely. They did, they did a fantastic job with that, um, with that content that they created. It was, it was really good. Um, so Josh Gordon is back. I believe in him. I believe he will be a force in the NFL again. I believe he will be a strong player in the NFL again. And uh, I believe it's all going to work out. And that's just my style of thinking, right? That's just my uh, belief from what I've seen of him and, and, you know, what I want to believe. If you believe otherwise, hey, cool. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone's allowed to have their own belief. But the NFL gave us Josh Gordon back. And that's important. At the same time, the NFL also took something away from us. They took someone away from us. And that person is rookie quarterback for the Texans, Deshaun Watson. Which again, if you're a clock dodger, if you're if you're one of the clock dodger family that's been out there rolling this whole time, you know how much I like Deshaun Watson. I've recommended him throughout the season. I've recommended him after he got drafted. Uh, didn't understand why Tom Savage started a game in the NFL um, over Deshaun Watson, but hey. We all have our, you know, our, our, our journey and our reason for why we do things. And he had his chance and Deshaun Watson balled out. Now, did I think he was going to score you 40 fantasy points a week and do all this crazy stuff? I couldn't obviously think that he's going to go that off. Um, I thought he was a winner. I thought he had it and I thought he would be very good. As far as the craziness of his output, um, I, I didn't expect that much up front. So that I'm obviously going to be honest with you guys about as always, because why be, why do this if we're not going to be transparent with each other? So sadly, Deshaun Watson tore his ACL in practice on some routine play. Uh, we've seen this happen and, and not even ACLs, but just big injuries in general to a lot of players across the NFL. It happens every season. This season seems like 
more than ever. But then again, I think we say that every year too. So I don't know what the true case is. Um, but a lot of big players have gotten hurt this year. And Deshaun Watson is now someone whose name is added to that list. Um, you know, if you've, if you've had him this whole time, if you, if you believed in Deshaun Watson, like I did, um, you obviously were rewarded in fantasy football, um, and as a Texans fan, um, and now that's all going to stop. And it doesn't just stop for Deshaun Watson. It stops for DeAndre Hopkins. It stops for Will Fuller. It stops for Lamar Miller. It stops for these guys. And I'm not going to say they're all going to suck. I'm not going to say go drop them. They're useless. But I would say if you can trade them for some significant value still, I would do it. If you can trade them for someone who's maybe late to the news, hasn't, you know, totally digested it, um, doesn't agree with you that they're going to, you know, fall back here a little bit, um, then I would definitely do it. I would definitely trade them if possible. Um, again, will they have their games of success? Probably. You know, they're good guys or talented guys. Um, but again, it's definitely going to affect a whole lot of things, and it sucks for the for the Texans, man. As a team, they lost Watt, their, their leader on defense. Now they lose Deshaun Watson, their leader on offense. Just a very bad year for the Texans in general. Um, so, so that's been rough. Um, again, Deshaun Watson is one of those feel-good stories because he he proved the doubters wrong. They piled up against him. They gave you countless reasons why you shouldn't believe in Deshaun Watson. They gave you all kinds of stuff, stuff you never even heard of before they wanted to use it to, to knock Deshaun Watson. And he proved them all wrong. He was one of the most exciting players in the NFL. And he won over a lot of people who didn't believe previously. So fantasy football aside, we're losing just an exciting player in general, general in the NFL. And that sucks. It always sucks. Um, but we, we, we wish him nothing, of course, but, but good health, success, a quick rebound to this injury. We don't doubt it for a second. He's done this before. He's dealt with this before. He's, he's dealt with this exact adversity before. So I, I, I expect him to rebound, you know, very well. And we wish nothing but the best for him. Uh, you know, he, he did a great job. I still want to see him win rookie of the year. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the guy was just outstanding the first half of the year, um, Will it be hard to do, obviously, you know, when the guy can't finish the other half of the year? But um, I would love to see him still get that. I don't know if that's even possible, really, but I would love to see him still get that. Um, for those who lost him, I know if you don't have a backup quarterback like him, which you didn't if you had a backup quarterback unless you have one of the top guys or something, but um, that's going to suck. It's going to hurt your team for sure. Tom Savage is not the answer, so don't even waste your time. Um so this is going to affect a lot of leagues. This is just just as much as picking up a free agent that nobody expected to do good or that came on you know, uh, and, and blew up in the league faster than everyone expected can help you win your league in a significant way. Losing to Deshaun Watson could hurt your team in a significant way. I mean, he was getting ridiculous, bonkers points week in and week out for people um, who never expected it in that manner more than likely. So it's going to be a big blow. Um, obviously in smaller leagues or if you drafted well, or if you have good waivers, um, you can, you can kind of make up for that a little bit, but it is going to hurt for sure. I expected big seasons for both Josh Gordon and, and Deshaun Watson. Um, well, not that I expected, cause obviously Josh Gordon wasn't playing football, but I expect going forward. Um, if you're in dynasty leagues, I expect both these guys to do well going forward. Uh, redraft leagues next year. I was still you know, uh, take these guys for sure. I think both are going to come back stronger than before. You have to remember winners always win. They just find a way when you just have it, you find a way. These two guys, I don't think they're going to be stopped on to. Am I crazy? If question of the week, 
Man. So again, guys, you know, I like to take questions that, um, that people said to me, if you want your question used in am I crazy? If question of the week, you just want to send that to me, um, through at clock Dodgers on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, if you catch me on other social media platforms, start the question with, am I crazy? If, and you have an opportunity for your question to be used on the podcast, give you a quick shout out, let everybody know you're out there in the clock Dodger family. Um, but this week, again, it's one of those weeks where, um, big things have obviously happened in the NFL, which causes a lot of people to ask the same question or similar questions, right? Maybe a little different twists, you know, depending on their leagues and their teams. And, but you're getting general questions that are a lot, a lot of times the same because of these big things that are happening. So Am I crazy if I pick up Morris or McFadden or Smith to replace Elliott? So here we go. Elliott suspension was turned back on. And so everyone expected Ezekiel Elliott to not play football this week or for the future, uh, for the next, at least, you know, the games that he was suspended for. Well, today, today is Friday for me as I'm recording this, they say... Ezekiel Elliott is playing this week. (laughs) This is madness. This is crazy. This is why I say I don't give a damn about Alfred Morris. I don't care about Darren McFadden. I don't care about Smith. I don't care about any of them. Because it's just too crazy. You're never going to have your finger on the pulse here. You're never going to know which guy is going to get the hot hand that game. You never know when Elliott's coming back. You never know when he's being suspended. You never know if he's going to play. These are the kind of situations that you must avoid at all costs. You can't concern yourself with this. If you were in the most dire of situations, I get it, right? I get it. You have no other choice. But to to, to pick up Morris or McFadden or Smith and think that they're going to make some gigantic impact on your team is kind of crazy. Because the Cowboys, in my opinion, are going to move forward with this thing saying Morris is a starter. But then if McFadden or Smith get the hot hand, they're just going to take over the game. You're never going to know which one's going to do that, though, because all these guys are capable of putting together a good game. McFadden still has some ability left. Morris still has some ability left. Smith, you know, is kind of an unknown to some people. Um, Hasn't had the opportunity the other two have had. But again, a guy with ability, he's flashed, right? So you never know what you're going to get out of these guys. You never know if it's going to be a 50-50 split, you know, or, you know, 30-70. You know, you never just never know what you're going to get from these guys. Um, so I don't really care about any of these guys. If you ask me about these guys, I'm never going to recommend any of them to you. Um, if you're making me pick and you're forcing me, I'm just going to say Morris because that's who the Cowboys are saying is going to be their starter. But McFadden or Smith could easily, you know, do something that makes the Cowboys say, oh, wow, this guy still has it. Or, um, you know, Smith is the, the best guy here out of the three now that we've given him this full opportunity. You never know. And you just never know. Like this week, so many people were banking on one of those three playing for them. Now Elliot's back this week and now they're all pretty much useless. Not pretty much. They are all useless. Um, so it's just crazy. It's a situation you want to avoid at all costs. I just want no parts of it. Just I'm just being honest. 100% I want no part of it. If you want your question answered on the Am I Crazy If segment again, just tweet at me. Instagram, hit me on Instagram on DM, um, send me messages again on any of the social media platforms, email me, whatever you want to do, start your question with, am I crazy? You have to see if you get it picked, um, for the next episode. And again, you'll get a shout out. Well, shout you out. Let everyone know you're out there moving on really quickly. I want to get to the, I told you so players of the week, the, I told you so players of the week reminder for those who have been listening. These are not absolute studs. These are not guys that are guaranteed to go off for you. These are guys that, 
you know, maybe aren't heavily favored by most who are analyzing fantasy football for week nine. Um, I'm giving, I'm, I'm going a little deeper. I sometimes, or guys that are question marks or guys that have, you know, had some bad weeks, I'm not giving you the obvious stuff because again, if that's what you want, there's other places to consume that content. It's just not what we do here at Clock Dodgers. We always do things differently. We give you some different kind of information. And that's what we're doing. What I told you, so players of the week. So this is a crazy week with bye weeks. This is a crazy week with injuries. This week is just crazy in general. A lot of people uh, are piecing together teams through waivers, uh, through trades, if you can make them happen, through all kinds of stuff. You're basically, you know, throwing band-aids on things. Um, if you drafted extremely well and your team has stayed healthy, maybe you're all right. But a lot of people are uh, having a rough time in week nine because of the bye weeks and injuries and whatnot. At quarterback, I'm going with Derek Carr. Derek Carr struggled last week. Did not look good. He's had his struggles this season at times and has not looked good. The Raiders themselves as a whole have not looked great in many games. They're going to Miami. I will be at the game. I will be at this game Sunday night. Um, you know, I think Derek Carr is going to piece together a good one this week. I, I think it could get messy in Miami. Um, it could be a high-scoring game. Uh, Miami has struggled themselves incredibly as well. Um, so it can get a little ugly at this game for Oakland and Miami, but I think Derek Carr is a good play. Um, if you just lost to Sean Watson, maybe, or, uh, you know, you, you've been kind of holding on to him and juggling him with a couple of other guys. I feel like he's a pretty safe play this week. So Derek Carr, by the way, big game, Tyrod Taylor yesterday, Thursday, Thursday night football, you guys know week in and week out. He gets talked about on this show somehow, some way. I love his high floor. I love the fact that he can run the ball. Big week last week. So if you've been sticking with us and riding with us and and going along with that logic or that idea that Tyrod Taylor um, is a good quarterback for you to have in fantasy, then you probably got paid off if you played him this week, which again, with all the bye weeks, with the injuries, a lot of people probably use Tyrod Taylor, even though they're afraid of Thursday night football, even though they're afraid um, that maybe you know the Jets defense would have been strong. Um, he was a good play this week and typically is typically is at running back Marlon Mack, the rookie running back for the Colts. Now here's the deal. Gore is a starter, right? We all know that there's nobody, nobody's questioning that the former hall, the, 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 the soon to be at some point, I would believe hall of fame running back Gore is the starter. They're facing a tough defense this week. Also. The difference is Marlon Mack is a playmaker right now at this point in his career. I am pulling for him to score a touchdown this weekend. Whether it's by air, whether it's on the ground, it doesn't really matter. I just believe in Marlon Mack's ability to make plays, and I think he'll do it this week again. Okay? So am I saying he's going to get you 30 points? I'm not saying that. But I do think if you're in a bind, you need a guy to start at your flex, or even if it's really bad at running back two, whatever the case is, I think Marlon Mack, you could do way worse than Marlon Mack. I do feel good about his chances. He at least gives you a shot. There's other guys that you can't say that for. There's some starters in the league that you can, you, you wouldn't, I wouldn't feel as good as starting over Marlon Mack just because of what I know he can do if given the opportunity and he gets that one shot and he takes it to the house. So I believe in Marlon Mack. At wide receiver, Devontae Parker. You're going to notice a trend on my I told you so players of the week with the Miami Raiders game. Again, I believe it's going to be messy. I believe it could be high scoring on either side. I believe big plays could be had because both teams 
on defense have their faults. Um, on offense, will be desperate for points. Devontae Parker coming back from injury. The one caveat here is if he can't stay healthy, right? If he can't stay healthy, that can be an issue here. That will be an issue here if he can't stay healthy. Um, so the hope is that he stays healthy. Um, they've held him out, you know, a couple of games now. So hopefully he comes back strong here in this game. He can definitely take advantage of the Raiders, of the Raiders defense. Excuse me. Um, there's no question about that. So um, the Raiders will struggle to stop him if he's healthy. And at my tight end spot is Jared Cook. Again, staying in that in that realm of Raiders Miami. It's hard for me to get out of that right now um, for this game for this for this game right here because I just feel like there's points to be had. I feel like the defenses are going to give up big plays. And Jared Cook is a guy who you know in a high scoring game or even in a tight game, the Raiders do depend on him sometimes uh, to move the chains to make big plays uh, when they need him. He does play well, uh, and we've seen some of that last year in Green Bay. You know, he started making some pretty big plays that were really important. Well, he's doing that again in Oakland, and the Raiders clearly trust him. Derek Carr clearly trust him. Um, so I'm going to trust him. Trust him in my I told you so players of the week. Quarterback Derek Carr, running back Marlon Mack, wide receiver Devontae Parker, tight end Jared Cook. My no halftime, I got a challenge they won't skip for you. I have a challenge, like every single week for no halftime, where creating challenges are not always easy to get people to accept i have one they won't skip on you i have one they won't swipe left on i believe it is they won't they won't you know you know it's like tinder you slide left you slide right that's how they kind of like you or don't like you it's similar to that with no halftime no halftime who is the sponsor of the clock dodgers podcast um it's a lot of fun it's a daily fantasy sports app where you play player versus player challenges so when i say i got a challenge here that they won't skip all you need to do is pin one player versus one other player. You get a player, they get a player, and there's money to be won. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend if you haven't already downloaded No Halftime, if you're not already using No Halftime, to go on there now. Use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. When you sign up, you'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. So meaning if you donate, if you, if you I always say donate, if you deposit $25 when you sign up after using the promo code CLOCK, you'll get $50. I mean, you can't beat that. It's really absurd, to be honest with you. But No Halftime is a bunch of good people, and they want you to play this awesome app that they've created. Uh, super user-friendly, a lot of fun. And with it, I mean, it's crazy. And, and football is week to week, everything changes. Everything changes. And you don't have to you know, plan these whole big teams and help every single person hits and you know, worry about what the field is taking versus this. And if you're doing cash lineups and that and this, it's so confusing. It's so much work. Not here, not a no halftime. It's challenge player versus player. Very simple. One challenge they won't skip on you. You give them DeAndre Hopkins. You take Michael Crabtree. <laughs> you guys see the trend? You see the you see the little rhythm here, right? You guys see what's going on here? You see the pattern? All right. Tom Savage is the only reason you need to not believe in anything coming out of the Texans offense. That's all you need. Literally, that's it. Crabtree, I, I see him lighting it up in Miami. And Hopkins, who's been on fire all season with Watson as his quarterback and is now out for the season. Savage will struggle to make plays. He's just not that good. Let's be honest. I mean, again, he's in the NFL. He's a quarterback. I'm not crushing the guy. Obviously, he got to that level for a reason. But in comparison to Deshaun Watson, he's just not there, right? It's just not there. And so I'm expecting Hopkins to struggle. Even if he struggles 50%, 
less than his normal production, 70%, whatever it is, 30%, I still see Crabtree having a bigger game. So I think this is one where people who are not discounting the Deshaun Watson loss enough will still believe in Hopkins. People who have seen his numbers and just be on fire may still believe in Hopkins enough, but Crabtree is a sneaky good play here. So I like him, and I think this is a challenge they will not skip. You will get good uh, attention on this one. Really quick, before we go, guys, I just want to hit you with some parting shots really quick, some things I just want to discuss. I love the NFL trade deadline this season. More big activity than in recent past, from at least what I can recall. Um, a lot of big trades, a lot of guys you know, with some name value going to different places. The, the, my, my favorite one was KB, Kelvin Benjamin of Buffalo. I like it a lot. Obviously, you guys know I'm a big KB fan. Tyrod Taylor gets a new weapon. Hey, man, you can knock them if you want. But I think this has a, they have a chance to be a decent duo, man. The rest of the season, I think it's a good. I think it's a good situation. Two trades that I do wish would have happened would be Josh Gordon and Calvin Johnson. The rights to those two being traded away to different teams, you know, give them a fresh start and with better surroundings and a new situation. Calvin Johnson would have played football if he wasn't a Detroit Lion. I truly believe that. If they would have traded him to a team that he would have wanted to play for, I believe he would have came back. Um, he said as much himself, basically. And, um, you know, Josh Gordon is back, and now you're going to have to deal with him being a Browns wide receiver if they let him play. So um, I really would have liked to have seen him move somewhere else, both of them. I've mentioned it for a few weeks now at least, but get D.D. Westbrook. I've recommended this for now for weeks now. And if you made the move or you're about to make the move, I expect it to pay off. It could pay off as soon as this week. This is his first week back, and I wouldn't think it's absurd for it to pay off. Will I bet on it? Will I say, hey, definitely do this? I would not. But I feel really good about D.D. Westbrook. He, he did great in the preseason. They lost Allen Robinson. None of the wide receivers there have really stepped up to a point where you're like, well, he's got some true competition there. They've all you know flashed here and there, but nothing consistent. So I think D.D. Westbrook could be that. If you still don't believe in D.D. Westbrook, that's fine. You can let him prove himself first, and then you can fight with the rest of your league to pick him up later. You know the drill. You know the drill. And the last thing that's really bothering me a little bit is the Texans not signing Colin Kaepernick. It's just another sign that the Texans, the NFL, have major issues. There's still major issues. The fact that this guy is not on a team is ridiculous. He is clearly better than Tom Savage. He's clearly better than Matt McGloin. He fits the offense that Deshaun Watson is leaving behind. It just makes too much sense. And, you know, the Texans owner, he, he stepped in a uh, a steaming pile of, of dog shit earlier where he made those comments about the inmates running the prison or whatever ignorant statement he made. But I thought for sure this was a moment where he would try to attempt um, to erase that blunder. You know, by signing Kaepernick and saying, see, see, I didn't mean it like the way you guys took it. I'm a good guy, um, you know, but he, he hasn't so far. He hasn't done that. So I don't know if he just doesn't care uh, if he's sticking to this uh, prisoner statement or, or what the deal is. But I'm a little surprised. I'm not going to lie. I just thought it was something that we would be as far as Kaepernick being on an NFL team, we would be past at this point. Um, but I guess. The NFL owners don't see it that way. For whatever reason, you guys can figure that out yourself. But I will say free cap. Free Kaepernick, baby. Guys, as always, 
please thank you i love you thank you for subscribing to the podcast if you already subscribed if you're not subscribed you know what it means to us you know what it means so if you could do that please i would greatly appreciate it if you can have your friends and family sign up and let them be introduced to the clock dodger family we're looking for some more family members we're looking for some more family members this thing just keeps getting bigger by the day visit clockdodgers.com for lots of unique content a lot of guys putting a lot of hard work um writing about something they are passionate about that's that's the one thing i can always say it's passionate if you read articles on cloudodgers.com you're reading passion you're being entertained and you're being educated on some stuff. So definitely go check those guys out. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram if you don't already do that. YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube. It's something we're trying to get going a little more. But we need more subscribers. We need to see the uh, the Clock Dodger family come out strong there on YouTube. So subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, you can find all these things on the website. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter Instagram, you see links and stuff. You can just easily click on those links and hit the subscribe button or whatever the case may be. One last thing before I go, guys, don't forget the Toys for Tots drive that we're running still. Um, that's going to run for a while. We've been getting some great donations, some fantastic you know, contributions. We, uh, The guys from Break from the Guy recently gave away the Le'Veon Bell ball. Uh, not ball. Helmet. Helmet that was signed by Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. So, guys, we're still looking for contributions to that. If you can do so, it would be greatly appreciated. It's very easy to find. Again, when you guys go to my Twitter, you'll find everything right on there. Um, if you want, you can just message me if you can't find it or feel free to email me, call me, text me, whatever you need, whatever you need. Damn it. We need this. Um, it's for you care at you Um, you can, just, you can just even search it on their website if you're, if you're crafty enough. Uh, but we're again, it's our second year in a row doing this toys for Tosh drive that we're doing the, the money keeps in coming, keeps on coming in. We feel really great every time someone makes a donation because we know it's going to help somebody. Um, so it's super helpful. We're trying to reach a goal. If you go to the site, you can read all about it. You can see everything that we're doing on there. If you have any questions, concerns, feel free to hit me up. But again, guys, do not forget every everything you give counts. Every little donation. And I can tell you firsthand from experiencing it last year and, and giving that and donating the toys, it was super impactful and super helpful. So if you guys can do that, we would really appreciate it. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Again, it's at youcaren.com, and any donation helps. As always, guys, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit clockdodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.